The months-long bitter fight between Chicago Public Schools and the Chicago Teachers Union over school reopening appears to be close to an end. Yesterday, the mayor announced a tentative agreement with the union, and while the union is only calling it a framework, members are considering it. A vote could come soon. WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp is here to give us the details. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. So first off, if this deal goes through, when will students be able to start in-person classes? Well, as you will remember, there was a small group of preschool and special education students who had already gone back in mid-January and then had to stop going in as negotiations heated up last week. They'll get to restart on Thursday. However, the way bigger group of students expected back, about 62,000 elementary school students, will have to wait till March with kindergarten through fifth graders coming in on March 1st and sixth through eighth graders on March 8th. And we still don't know about high school students, but CPS CEO Janice Jackson said she'd like to see them in this year. But this is a big change from what the mayor and school district officials wanted. As you'll remember, they had originally had all elementary school students being offered in-person learning on February 1st. So what can you tell us about the key points in the proposal that brought us this far? One of the key disagreements had to do with how many staff could be allowed to work from home and to what degree the requirement that staff work in schools be tied to vaccinations. This was very contentious because the school district needed enough staff to be back in buildings in order to offer in-person learning, yet the union didn't want people who felt like they were putting themselves or their families at risk to be forced back in. The moving back of the timeline helps with this because there's a fair number of staff who will be able to be vaccinated by March 1st either through CPS or on their own. One of the big agreements in this deal is that the city agreed to send the school district a dedicated amount of vaccines and then to also help staff get vaccinated in other ways, including through another city program that targets people who live in areas the hardest hit by the virus. There were also a lot of questions about thousands of staff who live in households with someone who's at risk of getting severe COVID. This prioritizes them for vaccines, and it also allows any C2 member who's not fully vaccinated by the time that they're supposed to go back to school to take an unpaid leave of absence with full benefits till mid-April. It has been a real roller coaster ride, particularly in the argument over vaccinations. How did we finally come to a deal, Sarah? Yes, this has truly been up and down with a lot of threats of lockouts and strikes and delays and blame. But all along, I've been saying that no one, not the mayor, not the school district officials, not the union wanted a strike. After all, it'd be terrible for everyone to cancel classes for all students in a year that's already extremely difficult. And today would have been the breaking point when some teachers were expected to go into schools and if they didn't show up, they would be locked out. And that would have been the thing that could have triggered a strike. This possibility led school district officials to make some big concessions, including delaying the start back till March 1st. And the union coming to believe that they had pushed it just about as far as they could go. And so the union said, we're ready to bring this to our members. As close as they are, the deal is not done. What still has to happen before kids go back to class? Well, several steps. Tonight, the union's elected representatives will meet, and they could do one of four things. They could reject this and send it back to the negotiating table, which would be very bad. 
They could send it to the whole membership, but it's not clear in what state they'll send it to the whole membership. They could either recommend it, recommend it be rejected or stay neutral. And then the whole membership has to vote to to ratify the, the deal. Usually when we get to this point, the agreement would pass. But in this case, you know, things are very complicated. So you just really never know. Well, we'll stay tuned uh, to WBEZ education <laughs> reporter Sarah Karp. Thanks for, for giving us the update. Thank you.